myself, like in our container, like I grew so much more. Welcome to the Star Summer Podcast, the show that empowers women through mindset and manifestation. I'm your host, life and business mentor, Isabel Prestia. And through my personal stories and insightful episodes, I help you fight fear, cultivate confidence and feel empowered. If you're looking to live life on your terms, feel successful and create abundance, you must first become a high value woman. Luckily, this podcast shows you how to start, whether it's building a business, manifesting your dream partner and becoming emotionally and financially fulfilled. So are you ready to take the first step towards creating your reality? Let's start somewhere together. How are you? Good. It's so good to see oh, you. Oh, I know. Likewise. It's like a blast from the past. It is. It is. <laughs> Although the past was not that long ago, but still. I know. It was what? The start of this year, wasn't it? Like January was our last call. Yeah. When did we finish up? Like at the end of Jan, hey? Yeah, true. Yeah, that's right. End of Jan. It feels like it's been wow, so much longer. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it has. It has. Like, it feels like time has gone by so quickly, but at the same time, like, it just, I don't know how to explain it. Like, it's just like long, but also really short at the same time. I feel that. It's like a weird void. Yeah. Yeah. That's it. That's the only way. <laughs> what is cool with that? Tamara is a life and health coach guiding women who feel less than or shrink themselves down to earning the fuck out of themselves. I, I love this bio. Just got to say she does this through <laughs> feminine energy, period, health, and fitness. And Tamara, you're also a previous client of mine. We worked together in my one-to-one private mentoring last year, and we just had a little catch up and it's just such, it's so exciting to be back here staring at you. And um, yeah, I want to share, like you share this beautiful testimonial, which has melted my heart. And I just really felt inclined to share this with the listeners. You said, Isabel is the one true, true guru who got me. Isabel saw me and believed in me. And because of our coaching space, I have developed such ownership in my ability as a business owner that I didn't have when we started together. I trust myself. I don't second guess myself and feel so empowered by my message that I am certain I'm going to be successful. I can't thank you enough for that. And I can't thank you enough for that. I'm so excited to have you here on the show today. Oh my God. Thank you. Just hearing that back. I was just like nodding along to everything because it it is, it has been that journey. And even though it was like, it felt like such a quick one, like at that, like our time together, but at the same time, like we were so immersed in it. Um, and it's just, I feel like I've come out and I've just emerged and like risen from the ashes into myself, which feels amazing because I always knew that that was within me, but it was just that last little layer that I knew I needed to step out and step into myself even more. So, so like I meant every word and I can't thank you enough. Oh, you're so welcome. And it was just like such an amazing experience to work with you as well. We just like connected on such an awesome level. I'm curious, like what was that final, that final shift, that final layer? I think it like, for me, it was just stepping into, oh, I know this, like, I know this for myself. I know this for me. And just that last layer of self-trust that I needed to have for myself. 
um, which really ingrained in me a belief of like, no, I am enough. And I know this because this was always something that I had in the back of my mind was a story that you're not enough. And it was ingrained in me since I was a little kid and like it just stemmed and grew stronger. So I just really, and have worked to um, change that belief and change that story and rewrite it. And so this was like, I feel like this container was like the last little bit to just really say to myself, hey, no, you've got this. You are enough. You know what you're doing. You are a business owner and like stepping into that serious side of business. And I don't mean like not ever having fun in business, but like just taking it to that next layer of like, no, you're running a business. You know where you want to take it. You have big dreams. You have big goals, big aspirations. And it was it was just that for me. Mm, It's like we always have that within us. And like, even for the listeners Mm. listening, like it's within you just as much as it is with yourself and myself. And it's just, it's finding what those expanders are. And, you know, a lot of the times it is stuff like mentoring and coaches, but then it's also podcasts and books. And sometimes it's just like a conversation with someone random. And it could, I find it could be like Mm. a conversation about something different and it indirectly gives you like this spark. You're like, wait a minute, I've just had this brainwave. Yeah, a hundred percent. It was, it was that, but like something that this is just, this is just such a like silly, but like small example. I was crook at the start of the week. And so I just like had a good old day to myself, took a sick day, which I haven't done in such a long time, but so needed. Anyway, um, I'm planning a trip for my birthday later this year and we're going, I want to do a ski trip, but I was on the Airbnb app and I was just looking at like, there's a little top layer and it says ski, mansions, castles, um, like ski trips, if you want to go ski trips or like beach getaways or whatever. So anyway, I was just scrolling through and it got to mansion. I'm like, okay, cool. Let's go here. And then some of the houses were priced at like, and this is all over the world. And like some of the houses for a week, you can stay at like, it costs $203,000, $203,000 to stay at this mansion for the week. And <laughs> I'm not at this level yet. But it's just like a, a little thing that just expanded me into like, huh, like this this is possible. This is just like something that people are doing. And like that before that, I didn't know that that was possible. So even if it is something as like small as that, that expands you and ignites you, it's like just use mm-hmm. that and see where that takes you. Yeah, no, and like that's not silly at all. Like I think it's those little ones yeah. that they give you like the most oomph. Like we always put something on like mm. a pedestal and in fact it can be the tiniest thing so you're going to book a mansion yeah. <laughs> uh no <laughs> one day <laughs> the one that I was looking at like yeah, yeah one day the one that I was looking at there was like some in Malibu or some in like Miami or something they were like che- you guys gotta just check out on the Airbnb because oh, like yeah. even if that? it's that that'll expand you it's just so cool you can stay in castles in Italy or something I know oh. we're like so off topic right now but I'm really interesting. You've inspired me. Yeah. (laughs) All about the travel. (laughs) Always, always. So I want to start with a few rapid fire questions just to kind of get the ball rolling with what I really want this conversation to go in today. So firstly, what is something you wish that you knew before starting your online business? Just to trust my gut. I think I just really felt like I needed to take, I needed to understand what the successful coaches were doing or what their strategy was doing or the how-to or whatever. But you really need to take it within you to really go within and say, hey, what 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 is what do I want to speak about? What do I want to share? What what is my clear end goal? And just trusting that and going forth with that. If I had trusted myself 
earlier, I feel like I wouldn't have tried to get that external validation or external like monetary value sooner. And, and instead, like it, that's not something that fulfilled me. Instead, like I just need to go within. It's like, okay, what what is success to me? Define that for myself. And I just get to that fulfillment so much easier than I would like going for an external measure. Self-trust is like the number one strategy, I feel. Yeah. Yeah. I think like for all the women listening. Oh, sorry, you go. No, no, no. Go, go, go. I was going to say for all the women listening who have something or they want to start something, trust yourself to take that risk, to take Mm. that step. Yeah. That's all they need. Like it's just that self-leadership because I feel like I got stuck in a cycle last year, especially And it was like, you need to pump out more programs or more offerings or masterclasses or whatever it may be to earn more money. And Mm -hmm. that's not what I'm in business for. I'm in it for my own fulfillment and filling up my own cup. But even more importantly, or equally, it's to make impact and to really help and serve women. So is that pumping out more programs? No, because I don't want to just be that person. And that doesn't work for me right now. It's actually getting clear on what that journey looks like for the women that I want to help and just trusting that. So it was just about refining what was important to me, what was my true success and taking action on that. Mm, Powerful. This is like perfect for the second question I have for you. So How has starting your coaching business and also helping other women to change their lives, how has that changed your life? I, um, I recently was reading into, I'll I'll get to the the answer in a second. Have a backstory. I was reading my, yeah, we love a backstory. I was reading (laughs) my, um, birth chart a little while ago and then I just really got into it like in this last week and I found that not human design. It was just around like my birth chart in like terms of the houses. So oh, I think I can't, signs, I'm not, yeah. yes, star signs. Yeah. And I was going into the, I, the 10th or the 11th house, house, which rules your like career business and how you show up in that area. And so for me, it was Scorpio, I'm pretty sure. But the messaging behind it was, this is your, this is where your shadow side comes out. This is where like your kind of dark side comes out. So I'm like, oh, okay, cool. Interesting. And I could have taken it one or two ways. And the way that I want to take it is, yes, my, so, so my business to, to, um, to really bring the answer back into swing of things, I can let it just take hold of me in terms of like, let fear run the show, let my negative beliefs or limiting beliefs run the show like I'm not enough or I can't do this or I can't try my trust myself etc etc or I can choose to rewrite the story and say no this is mine this is what I'm going to do this is how I'm proving to myself that you know I am enough I am worthy of this I am taking charge of my life and so for me I it's my business and starting my coaching business has changed my life because it's evolved me or enabled me to step into that shadow side of myself and really see what has been beneath the layers, heal that for myself. So then I can emerge as the teacher, leader, mentor that I need to be for other women to help change their lives. Like if you spoke to me three years ago, I would have been, I was much more conservative. I was outwardly confident, not inwardly confident, not really knowing myself like properly. 
until now, like, I'm like, no, I know who I am at my core. And so who you see is who you get. Mm-hmm. And um, it's just been a whole journey into my own self-development and into coming into myself as a woman. And so that's, yeah, it's just changed my life completely. Mm, I can like see it in your, like in your eyes when you talk as well. It's just such mm. a, you know, I feel business, if you want the most extreme self-development, start a business. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. A hundred percent, a hundred percent. And start a coaching or a, like a service-based business or service. well, even like then. Yeah. Because your brand, like it's, it's your personal brand. It's yourself. It's the extension of you. So you need to show up. And if you're not showing up authentically, well, that's going to show, that's going to show up and you're going to feel that and your audience is going to feel that. Yeah. Um. So it's exactly that, exactly that. <laughs> And I feel like this is kind of off topic, but kind of relates, you know, especially in the early phase, the early phases, which, you know, I am yourself, a lot of the listeners, if they do have businesses mm-hmm. as well, most likely are. It's like, it is more of that quote unquote, like grinding hustle culture where you do need to put in more work. And that can be more like inner work on yourself, right? Like not just the actual business mm-hmm. building side. But then I think, you know, I've been listening and I've been hearing this message a lot, just in podcasts and conversations. It's like how how no matter how hard it is right now, it's not going to be that hard forever. And to kind of treat your business, like look at yourself is like, it's like a baby, you know, like I heard this on a podcast, I forgot which one, but that was saying like, it's like a baby. And so you have to give it more love and care. Right. And then eventually Mm. think about when you have children and they're like 18, 19 at their adults, they can then look after the parent. So it's like a bit of a random example, like a bit of a random analogy, but that's something that's really helping me be like, okay, like it maybe does feel harder now. And like, maybe that is more of the shadow work, the personal growth, you know, the money mindset work. And then of course the business side of things. Um, but yeah, I'm not sure going, not sure I'm going with this whole tangent, but I feel like it kind of relates. No, I love it. Oh, a hundred percent. I actually thought you were going to talk about the example of like, as a baby, they have no idea how to walk or how to be in the world or like how to be a human, oh, right? Well, that as well. But then we, yeah, but then we innately like grow into that and we yeah. trust our body. And yes, we have our environment, our parents, our guardians, how we're brought up and everything to like bring into the environment to help us to crawl, to walk, to become a human. Um, but at the same time, like you are crawling, like you are crawling yourself, you are walking yourself, you are doing all of that, you're pulling yourself up. And it's the same thing in business. You're going to teach yourself how to market yourself, how to build a client base, how to create your own program, how to share that, how to show up online, how to start a podcast, like whatever it may be, like you have that innate power within you to do that. Um, It's just that baby example too. So I love that. It works. Baby example works and it works with your first answer as well, like self-trust. And I think like a really comforting thing that I've experienced as well. And, you know, for the listeners and maybe even yourself, if you're in like, you know, that quote where it's like the scariest place to be in is the same place as you were last year. I kind of totally Mm. butchered that, but like similar to that. And I think hearing that can kind of like, make you uncomfortable to be like well shit what if I am in the same position as last year but I think something to remind yourself of is like but is your mindset in the same place as last year and I can realize like Mm. I'm realizing this today how I handle my not you know my not so great days and and what I mean by this if when I'm not feeling my a plus high energy like super vibrant self and I'm feeling a little bit flat I'm able to handle that so much better than how I would last year and I think that's like a really cool piece as well I don't know if that resonates with you but like I'm sure for some of the listeners I think it's just really comforting oh a thousand percent like I know that for myself like even when I was sharing with you that my business quote unquote like it did grow 
but it didn't grow substantially. But myself, like in our container, like I grew so much more and I put such like a higher level on that because I know that my business is going to grow as a result. But because of me, like Mm. my mindset has grown, like how I, like you said, like how I react or really rather than I I respond now better to situations than I would have in the past. I I treat myself more with compassion. Like I am my own best friend. And so it's like become to realize like not everything around you external to you, your, your business goals or success message metrics or whatever that is. Um, even though that's not growing, like you're growing and and that's what really matters. And like eventually that, you know, monetary, that materialistic success, it's going to catch up, but it's like, you can't be, if you're like mentally unstable and you can't hold yourself and you're not confident, there's no way you're going to be able to run this super successful business. Like you need those traits. So it's like you've got to up level and then just, it's, I don't know, it's in a timeline. Like it's going to catch up to you eventually, but it's it's that whole piece of like patience and waiting. So yeah, I read, Um, actually, it was my mom who sent me this quote and I loved it so much. I'm going to paraphrase it, but um, it was saying, you have this, you may have this gift, you may have this idea, you may have like whatever it is, translate it to whatever it might be for you. And it might not be happening the way that you want to right now. Yeah. It, it just may not be. And that's okay because Everything that you're going through right now, those obstacles, those learning experiences, life experiences, you are given that for a reason because if you didn't get to go through those life lessons, those obstacles, those learning experiences, you wouldn't be able to be successful the way that you're actually meant to be in your business or in your career, the way if you just got that now. Because you didn't have that growth, you didn't have that lesson, you didn't have that mindset perspective to be able to handle what is coming for you later in life. So maybe what you're going through right now is actually fueling you for your success, but not we're not we're often not seeing it that way, myself included, because it's like, oh, we're just seeing it's not happening right now. But we don't see all the moving parts behind the scenes that's going on to actually enable your success. And so I like to think of it like myself last year, I would have killed, like I wanted more clients, more money, all the things. Was I in a place to hold it? Like, was my human able to hold it? Probably not because I was so focused on, I just want more clients. I just want more money, blah, blah, blah. Was I actually in a position ready to like serve them properly? not to the capacity that I really wanted to. Now, am I in a point? Yes, because I've created the foundations, I've created the back end. I've learned a lot more and experienced a lot more. So I'm like, cool, I'm ready to hold this. My nervous system is ready to hold it. I feel safe enough to hold it. And so it was going through that mindset shift for me last year. That's like, cool, I'm ready now. Like come at me sort of thing. But I'm not relying on making more clients, more money for me to feel ready. I'm, I'm ready now myself with or without clients, with or without money. Oh, this is like the coolest thing to hear you say. Like, I'm so proud. It's so cool <laughs> to see that transition. And I loved how you mentioned as well, specifically the the nervous system and who you are as a human. And I think, you know, mm. for yourself and I and a lot of service-based businesses, um, if you as a human can't hold those things, if you have, especially if you haven't gone through, not that you need to go through like unfortunate things, but have those life lessons. Mm. And it was that like emotional intelligence and emotional awareness. I think it just creates such a different service that you're providing therefore like elevates your business as well in a way 
Hi ladies, I had to jump in here really quickly to share an exclusive announcement I am so beyond excited about and that is on the free masterclass I'm going to be hosting in May. Are you tired of feeling stuck in your business and not seeing the results you desire? Do you struggle with a scarcity mindset, lack confidence and have limiting beliefs that hold you back from achieving your goals and manifesting abundance? If you're nodding your head and ready to level up your life, you won't want to miss my upcoming free masterclass. This is called How I Used Feminine Branding to Build an 11K Per Week Business. This is going to be a 90-minute masterclass where I will be exposing the pillars of glowing success every high-value woman must know. Ladies, if you are a fan of the podcast, whether you've liked one or many episodes, this is a space that you 1000% need to be in. This is where I'm going to be sharing more on my personal journey of using feminine branding to build a successful business. So in this free masterclass, this is for the woman who is stuck in a scarcity mindset, has low momentum and self-trust, and is time poor, feeling unsure how to start. In the 90-minute class, you will crack the codes and find out how to harness the magnetic feminine energy that you don't even realize is blocked. You're going to also learn how to remove subconscious blocks that are stopping your abundance from flooding in and how to find ultimate freedom and live life on your terms despite your current lifestyle. And I'm going to be sharing a bonus announcement exclusive in the masterclass first. So if you enjoy these episodes, then you are not going to want to miss out on attending this free 90 minute masterclass. If so, join me live on Monday, May 15th at 4pm ACST. That's Adelaide, South Australia time zone. So we are 30 minutes behind the rest of the East Coast of Australia. So 30 minutes behind Queensland, Sydney and Melbourne, just for reference there. The recording will be available, but only for a short number of days. So I can't keep this out for long for free. The content I spill is exclusive and high value for the high value woman. So do not wait, ladies. Register now now for free by clicking the link in the show notes. Let's unlock your inner power and create the success and abundance you deserve this 2023. See you live on Monday, the 15th of May at 4 p.m. And that's actually something like, it's interesting. I don't know how you feel about this, but it was definitely a story for me. Like, I felt like I didn't go through enough to be able to share a, like a really powerful message. And so it was like that thing of, no, you just need to rewrite it. Like you are your own story. You are your own message. And like creating that from that. Um, yeah. I don't know how you resonate with that, yeah, but no, no, I just I, thought I, I needed that. to share. Yeah, no, I'm sure that mm. was as well for, other, for the other women listening. It's like you don't need to go through a breakdown to have a, you know, life-changing story. And if anything, like, yeah. I, you know, I'm I'm all about being positive, which I'm sure you are as well. And it's like, how can we just turn whatever we have now into something great? And you, maybe you haven't had this like tragic or even this minor trauma happen to you. That may just make you extremely relatable to so many other women. Therefore, 
you've got a community going there. Like people can see themselves in you. And like, that's a big part of business. Yeah. Like, you know, a lot of my podcast listeners, I'm sure you get the same with your community. It's like, they say they feel like I'm their friend and I'm saying stuff straight out of their mm. mind. And it's like, because there's that relatability piece. Cause I'm yeah. just like everybody else, you know, like there's not that high yeah. So I think, yeah, just like look at your own life. And if you do want to start a business or a service, like don't think you need to have this like extravagant story and this and that, like you're just someone who has a passion. Exactly. Exactly. I was listening. I heard this years ago and it was saying to be like a, a true leader, like you need to work out. I'm going to completely butcher this. Like you're not at the top of the period, your pyramid, you're at the bottom of the period pyramid and you're leading everyone else up. Like you're bringing everyone else forward. It's because you are part of them, but they're also part of you. So it's just that minor switch. It's like, you're not at the top. Like, yes, you might be leading the way, but you're not at the top of it. You're in with your community. Oh, I love that. It's like, yeah, that whole piece of leadership. Um, And I, Mm. I feel this as well. Whenever I have client coaching calls and I'm the coach. I walk away from those sessions learning something about myself yeah. based on what my clients have said. And yet again, whether it's directly or indirectly, but I leave all my coaching calls honestly feeling like I've grown every single time. And right. I think it's because, yeah, it's not that piece of like authoritative in a way. And, you know, we'll get into the whole like masculine feminine energy conversation because I feel mm-hmm. that really resonates with this. But kind of a segue, it's like as the coach, you know, you'll get this as well. You do have more of that masculine kind of role, but then you are wanting to create the feminine to kind of flow. So I think looking at it more through that lens. And also I was reading this book actually by Jay Shetty and he talks a lot about, about mm-hmm. the concept of gurus. And it's like, it's the same thing where there's like, not so not necessarily a teacher and a student where the teacher is so much higher than the student it's more so this guru concept where you're equal and yeah somebody does hold Mm. some of the knowledge but that other person holds a lot of other knowledge as well and kind of like what I mentioned with my coaching space it's like it's like this you know this really beautiful like you know that like infinity sign like it's just like this give and take of different pieces of knowledge so I think it's just like that's just such a a lighter approach and like a lighter refreshing perspective to coaching and self-investing because I feel like I don't know maybe is it deemed as like really daunting for somebody who hasn't done it before but then you know like you and I it's it's not like that at all no like I I remember the first time that I invested in myself properly was in um one it was for a certification for the life coaching certification but at the second one it was more like a personal one so it was a really like not intro into feminine energy, but it was like a whole sensuality course, like coming into yourself as a woman, deep trauma healing and all the rest of it. And I was, I was quite nervous to start off with. I was like, Oh, I don't know what to expect or this or that, but it just ended up being like often. And I've looked back on my life and reflected the most uncomfortable moments that I felt like initially have been the most beautiful most growth, most like, oh my God, I've loved that so much moments um, in my life. I mean, that's what your podcast is all about as well. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Getting comfortable in, yeah, getting comfortable into being comfortable, being uncomfortable. Jeez. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Trips up on her own podcast title. It happens to the best of us. It makes you relatable. Don't stress. hundred percent. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. I remember right. my, um, my mentor in, well, one of my mentors in year 11, he told me that like, you just need to get, 
get comfortable being uncomfortable. And it just stuck with me for that. Like the whole, just, well, up until like now, it's like one of my mantras. It's like, yep, okay, cool. I'm uncomfortable with it. It makes me nervous. I'm going to go do it. So like even next week, I have booked a heels class for myself. And I've asked some friends if they want to come, they want to come. And I'm nervous about that, but I'm going to go by myself. And it's just something that I've like, I don't know, I've been, I've gone to before. It's like made me uncomfortable, but at the same time, after the class, it's been like the best thing I've ever done. And like, there's a bit of a backstory. I used to dance in primary school um, and I forgot my moves on stage. And like, ever since then, like that was the biggest point where I've like, failed in life and so from then it's been that story of you're not enough you're not a dancer like you're you're like and I just felt like I haven't been able to get into myself in that aspect and I feel like I'm grown into like into myself sensually but at the same point like that that's a class that makes me really uncomfortable and I know I'm gonna grow as a person even if I do it by myself it's yeah I'm excited for it oh I'm excited for you as well and to hear how that goes yeah 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 I'm saying it like in certain places I've said it to a few friends so it's like I can't cancel I'm I'm holding myself accountable like I'm I'm doing it didn't you say it on your podcast on yeah your- I did <laughs> yeah I heard that <laughs> so it's out there in the world <laughs> it is out there there will be people holding me accountable and yeah. I'm ready for it we've now got the whole community here holding you accountable so <laughs> yeah exactly <laughs> message me on Tuesday night <laughs> so you touched on sensual living sensual embodiment Mm -hmm. sensual energy what does embodying that so you've shared it it's through doing your heels class for example what are some other ways where you do embody this and I guess also for the woman listening to this right now so she can get some so she can get some ideas of how she can start stepping out into Mm -hmm. this as well perfect I love this so sensual side your sensual side all that means is like being really present with who you are and your senses so how you're seeing yourself and what you're seeing around you, how you're hearing yourself and how, what you're hearing around you, how you're feeling on the inside and what you're feeling on the outside as well. So the way that I like to start like being central with myself is like, for example, it looks totally different every single day um, and at different points. But for me this morning, because I'm really valuing rest at the minute, I just had a really slow morning, just super slow, slept in just like, really became present with what I wanted. So I was reading a book and I was immersed in the book. I was then like immersed myself in the shower or like putting lotion on myself and then like sensually eating. So like really think of sensual being like super present with yourself and immersing in your actions, immersing in what you're doing. And so that could look like immersing yourself in Pilates or yoga or going outside for a walk or like putting on a sexy piece of lingerie or putting on some sexy moisturizer or something like just really going slow and being present with yourself. Sensual pleasure, um, sensuality also means like self-pleasuring yourself. And sometimes this is so uncomfortable for women because there's a lot of guilt, shame, Mm -hmm. judgment surrounding it. But I do encourage you to step into that because when, and that that was for me too, because I was never a central person. It was never talked about. It was just something that I just avoided. In terms of um, self-pleasure? When I, in ter- self-pleasure, in sensuality, all the things, yeah. all the things. Yeah. And so, because I grew up in a very um, traditional Italian family, Catholic family. So it was just like you. very traditional and like not talked about. Now it's actually quite open, but it was just that sort of, 
push mm-hmm. and that like you had to spin the wheel for it to actually start. Um, but now it's like actually something that's really comfortable. But I know for a lot of women, this is going to relate to you, whether you're in business or whether you're in career, whatever you're doing, this is something that is uncomfortable for us. And when we move into that, we awaken a side of ourselves that has been dormant or that hasn't been properly wanting to come out. When that comes out, you unleash another level of confidence within yourself and self-trust within yourself. And you're like, cool, I've got this backbone. I've got this like deep inner knowing where I see myself. I know myself, I trust myself. So I can go out and do whatever I want in the world. So defining what sensual means to you is going to be the one thing. And then coming up with different like activities mean can, can look and um, you can pick another thing for that. So like creating a sensual playlist or baking can be sensual for yourself or mm-hmm. self-pleasure can be sensual for yourself. Mm-hmm. Would you say it's a lot of these like feminine energy, you know, traits. So you're doing you know, the whole aspect of play mm. and resting and, you know, making yourself feel yeah. good, having showers and the nice, you know, body lotions like you shared and the lingerie. It really is those like feminine practices. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. And we can weave that into mm. what we're doing. So for example, for work, I really try to bring into, or I try to ent- integrate feminine energy into how I'm working. So being sensual is feeling lit up from the inside out so I've got like beautiful crystals on my desk or I've got like a nice warm water or like something nice around me or I'm putting music on in the background or I've got the doors open so I can hear the birds singing or something like that so I'm creating a sensual environment that really brings into my feminine energy I'm like cool I'm tapped in that but I'm also working so I'm also dancing with my masculine at the same time too Mm, oh, there's like so many avenues I want to go down right now. I just want to touch on how you said them. Yeah, before. me too. Like my mind, I just got so many <laughs> questions for you. I just know the listeners will love this as well, but I want to touch on masculine briefly and we'll circle back around. Okay. So as a woman, yeah. and this is like for my selfish curiosity as well. So as a woman, mm-hmm. should we be in like a, you know, quote unquote, should 50, 50 masculine feminine energy, or as a woman, should we dance and play more in the femme side? And then have the masculine, like, I don't know, 30% of our life. Like, is there, like, what is the deal with that? Yeah. There's no set equation. It's just going to be, this is such <laughs> like my, a little bit. It's my logical like, brain. <laughs> right, right. And like, there's not going to be a set equation. That, that was something that I really needed to like, but but I'm working. So shouldn't yeah, I be masculine? Like, shouldn't I be more like this? Exactly. So there is going to be a point where, say, for example, for work or you're in a meeting or whatever you're doing that like requires you to be a bit more dominant in your masculine, yeah. then that might be like 80-20. You can still come at it with the intention of being feminine. So coming at it with like a feminine confidence or a feminine openness or feminine generosity or kindness or whatever that might be, but you might be operating and doing from your masculine. But then when you're coming home, you're going to transition and dance into your feminine energy. So it's really going to play into what situation you're in. So if you're in a meeting or like, for example, for me right now, I know that I'm in my feminine because I've created the intentions, like I'm communicating from my feminine. I know I'm getting the downloads. I know I've set my my space up to be in the feminine. The way that I like to think about it too, is you create the masculine structure. So for example, I've created a whole content plan for the next month with like little titles. So I'm like, okay, Fridays are going to be my mini story days. Sundays are going to be my personal expression days. Mondays are going to be my, this is my topic days. But then within that, 
I can move and change it. I can create my own reels out of it. I can create a little topic out of it. That's my feminine flow within my masculine structure of this is the plan that I want to do, that I want to take out. This is when I'm launching this. This is when I want this event to be. So that's that structure and I'm creating that structure so my feminine can dance. Mm. I know that when I don't have a set plan, a set structure, my feminine is also, I, like I'm scattered and I'm chaotic because I'm like, I have no idea what the fuck to focus on right now. And I'm like, I don't know where to go. I don't know what to do. I don't know what. So I'm like, cool. What's the end goal? Creating that structure. What's that end goal? Mm. What I want to do? And then bring it backwards, like work backwards. Are you creating a plan? Are you creating an organizational plan? What do you need to get done? What are the to do's? And then your feminine's like, oh, oh my God, I can breathe. I know what I need to do. I'm clear. I can just flow with this. All right, sweet. I'm working on my marketing in the morning. I'm working on pitching myself to brands in the afternoon. Like th- that's how I would like to think of it. I hope that answers your question. By no, way. that that's that's like such a perfect um, representation, even like for myself. So what I'm hearing is, you know, you whatever it is that you're doing in your life, whether that is more of a masculine thing, like, you know, hosting a meeting or whatever, or more on the femme side, mm. like baking a cake, just to be like real stereotypical. It's like mm. bringing those components of femme energy into whatever it is that you're doing. I, I love the example you shared, like so simple of when you're working, it's, you know, creating the space, having, you know, the beautiful drink, the windows mm-hmm. open, sunlight. Like I feel I'm really thinking of myself yeah. as well. And that's exactly what I do. And so I didn't actually realize that was me pulling in more of my femme energy whilst I am being in my masculine, you know, creating systems and strategies and yeah. all the things. Yeah, exactly. It's like, it's just thinking about your intention of like, what you're coming to this task with and how you're feeling, how you're doing a certain thing. So if I'm feeling flat, not creative, uninspired, Mm -hmm. I'm like, cool. I'm kind of operating in my masculine, but sort of my uninspired masculine. And it's not going to feed both of those things. I'm not, um, I'm not good in my feminine and I'm not good in my masculine. So what can I do about it? All right. Take a break go for a walk, set myself up, just rejig a few things. And it's like, cool. I'm feeling more in flow. I'm feeling more in pleasure. I'm feeling more like me. I'm feeling more lit up. It's like, okay, I can come back to this task and I'm feeling more alive. I'm feeling like I'm in the zone and I'm immersed. Mm. That's how you want to think of it too. Mm, I love that. It's that intention piece behind it. Yeah. Essentially, yeah. yeah I like it. A big theme of what I'm really focusing on right now, ironically enough, is focus and, you know, not just doing busy work and actually focusing on productive tasks. And, you know, even yesterday I was kind of like what you shared. I didn't realize it was that more uninspired, you know, low masculine kind of energy. And I just couldn't get in the flow. I couldn't focus. Like I was just jumping from room to room. And so I was like, I just need a break. So I just went out the house, went for a walk. I actually went and got my nails done as well at one point. I just like needed that, that reset to come back into my fam, into my flow. Then I could come back home and be creative. So yeah, but like, it's funny, the old me, like, and by old me, I mean, 12 months ago, I would just force myself to still do the yeah. thing and push and push and push. And then it just like, it would take me 10 times as long. It wouldn't be nearly as good as what I could do. And I would just feel yeah. like overworked, but I would be like, it's bad to rest. Like it's bad to take that time off. Yes, exactly. I was actually speaking about this very thing with a girlfriend and we were very much in this element. It's like, we had to rejig it for ourselves and rewrite it for ourselves. It's like, actually, no, would we prefer to be overworked? Like you, like you said, anxious about getting everything done and ticking off the things in the to-do list, or would we rather get seven out of the 10 things done, feeling more alive, 
feeling more at peace with ourselves and like more me rather than, oh my God, I got 10 out of 10 things done, but I'm feeling like a shit human. I haven't got like, it's just like, what's the intention? How do you want to actually end your day and and finish your your space? Like, how do you want to actually live your life? It's Mm -hmm. like, do you want to rush it or do you want to feel more in flow? And so even if you might not get like those things done, you're still more productive because you're moving the needle because you're taking care of your human in the element of it too. I love this so, so, so much. It's like, you know, would you rather finish your work day having done all the things, but you haven't showered, you haven't got any steps in, you've just been eating shit food, you've had, you know, 10 coffees to get you by, or would you rather feel healthy and have beautiful health and wellness and be more productive in what you've achieved? Rest is like such a big theme. I think I actually, we shared this on, um I'll I'll put the link as well in the show notes but we did an episode on your podcast and I Mm. think this is where I think you may have asked me my word was this in a coaching call yes maybe yes no no I asked you your word on the episode yeah yeah and my word for the year is lush and it's all about rest essentially and I I want to I want to circle back how you said you're you know are you more prioritizing rest as well at the moment in your life or how you were on Monday for example you are unwell yeah I um yeah so I've added I think I'm my word for the year was like clean but then I've also added glow and um expand Mm, so it's like within those it's so good right and within those three really the intention is to cut it back Mm -hmm. to focus on myself to really prioritize myself because I noticed last year I was prioritizing work. I was prioritizing like external metrics, like just to move full time Mm -hmm. into my business, yada, yada, yada. But was I really enjoying my time? No, Mm. no. So this year I'm like, all right, I'm focusing on life. I'm focusing on me. I'm focusing my energy and I'm focusing on life. And I'm having the best time in the midst of building my business too. I'm enjoying my journey in the midst of like achieving my goals as well. Mm. So it's like, I actually can't remember your question, by the way, but I'm like going on a tangent. So it's like more so like, how do you, how do you want to end up? Like, how do you want to live your life? And what do you want to, like, it it is, it's coming back to that intention piece of like resting, recovering, but also taking care of your human and like your basic needs, but then they're not basic needs like I feel like the basic needs are so underrated nowadays too I agree and I feel this is just such more of a shift like I don't know about you but the whole kind of girl boss culture is very masculine in a way as well and it's like mm. that. like we do want to flow and also while still you know pursuing our passions our purpose creating a business but kind of getting off topic here it's like yeah that focus of rest the reason I ask is because like it's a big it's a big focus in my life and I'm really just learning how to like you said, it's like this basic need. It's such simple things such as mm-hmm. making sure I'm getting eight hours of sleep because that's how I feel my best. And, you know, yeah. as well, even like exercising, like I love exercising. I've never really had an issue with motivation, which is like the complete opposite, I guess, of people. But I was almost putting too much energy into exercising. And I was like, I just want to turn it yeah. back. Like four workouts a week is like, like that is so fine. And I can have more energy towards yeah. other things. So, you know, being slow there and allowing myself to enjoy like, you know, chocolate and and like desserts and stuff without the guilt thinking that I need to go, you know, work out and train and just having time off and just seeing friends and like switching off. And yeah, it's just, I'm just really entering this whole, I call like my soft girl era. Um, 
Yes. I'm actually doing an episode on the podcast as well, like talking all about this. But yeah, it's just like it's such a such a transition I'm in right now. It's so it's so like delicate but beautiful, but like empowering. I love uh, yeah, exactly. It's those beautiful elements all together. And like I want to ask, how do you feel in your business in the midst of that too? Mm-hmm. More, I feel so much more in control, more ease, more flow, more structure. I'm just I'm able just to get things done in like a quarter mm. of the time than what it would take me because I just have so much space in my mind and in my life. Wow, I actually haven't realized that. Like little things that <laughs> take me forever. And like coming back to my thing of focus, I'm just like, if I'm getting off topic or, you know, you probably get this as well. When we think of an idea, we find this and something else pops in our mind and we want to go to Canva and we do this and we do that. And a mm. DM comes through on Instagram. I'm just like canceling all the, like, I'm just all noise in my life is just gone. Yes. And I'm just like the task I'm doing, I'm like, is this aligned towards my goal? No. Okay. You're off topic yes. as well. Like go back here. And I'm just so easy, able to like pull myself in and it's really cool. Yeah. Yeah. So interesting, isn't it? Like when you take care of yourself first, everything else flows within because we put, we, well, I have put my business on a pedestal first. Like my business is my number one. Like this is what I, but you have to ask yourself, what are you actually doing this for? Yeah. Like, is it for freedom? Is it for impact? Is it to be there for your family and be present with your family? And you need to ask yourself, well, am I doing that now? No. Cool. But that's when we can rejig and we can change it. And like you said, clean everything up, clean, get rid of the noise, clean. declutter and just like focus. Mm. And you know what else I've been doing? Um, I, for the past two weeks, as we're recording this as well for the listeners, the past two weeks, well, it's been one week now, one more week to go. I have completely logged out of Instagram and just like gotten rid of it in my life. I know, right? I'm just yep. like obsessed with Instagram, always posting, always on it. But I just had this yep. conversation with a friend and we were just discussing how Instagram is such a void. And like, this is more for me as well for my life. It's just, mm-hmm. it was so much of my mm-hmm. busy work and all this energy I was putting into content and this and that, like, I just thought I'm like surely I can I can be getting better results if I was put this energy somewhere else I'm like I'm just going to take Instagram out of my life for a couple weeks and just see what happens and honestly it's been a week today as we're recording this and I don't want to go back on the app like I just have no desire to post and to do anything and it's made me just really value just being more low-key and like almost a sense of like mm. history and like not needing to let everybody in know on my, you know, my breakfast and my gym routine. And, you know, I'm saying this because I'm somebody who had been doing this consistently for three years. Like my, I've been posting every day on Instagram for like as long as I can fucking remember. So I'm just like, <laughs> it's like I've been on this hamster wheel and I'm just, I've taken a step off, but it's still fucking rolling. Like it's still moving, mm. but I'm just like, oh, I can breathe. And it's just given me such yeah. a different perspective and lens. And I just think is, you know, the million dollar version me who runs this business, is she spending all her time on Instagram stories? Probably not. You know, it's probably more towards other things like Facebook ads and email marketing and, you know, spending just more time on herself. And yeah, it's just, and that comes back to my whole focus, you know, lush, get rid of the noise, no distractions, focus. Like it just, it all is falling into place, but it hasn't felt like that for such a long time, but it's like now eventually, you know, very slowly, like the pieces are coming together. So it's interesting. That's so interesting. I love that for you. That's exciting. Thank you. Yeah. So we'll see how I go a week from now. Um, I kind of just want to go longer, but then of course it's like a lot of my business is on Instagram. So if I do Mm. 
like I have, che- I'll be like, I'll be so honest. I have had to check DMs once purely based yeah. on confirming a podcast. Yeah. Interview. But like even today, like I texted you yeah. and I had another interview yeah. before and I emailed her. I'm like, how can I avoid yeah. going on this app? Yeah. And it's great. If anyone's thinking about doing yeah. it, do it. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's just that thing as well. Like I've been thinking about that too. Like I, I'm not in a place like I don't want to log out just yet, but it's like, I've been talking to a few people around, like, how can I be proactive on in my business? So I'm like, I'm getting clients in without needing to get clients in, if that makes mm-hmm. sense. It's like, I'm not just throwing spaghetti on the wall, like putting up content stuff and everything. I'm like, no, no, no. I know that this is going to work, but it doesn't rely on Instagram or TikTok or anything like that. So yeah. it's like resourcing and just like, thinking outside the box a little bit of like, what's a different strategy that I can use? I love that. It's being more intentional. And that's exactly where my head is at as well. And I I just feel as well, what I've heard and just the, we're going on such a tangent here, but it still relates. Like just where the world is going with like technology (laughs) and stuff. Like I really feel Instagram Mm. is going to die at one point. Like I just have a feeling, I mean, not like tomorrow or next year, but like, I feel at some point, You know, and I hear a lot of, a lot of like business owners as well, like a lot of coaches, like I think Monica said this on her podcast a while ago, um, as if like we're friends, like just first name basis. She was saying that, you know, as well, like she's noticed the drop. And ever since hearing that, I've noticed the drop. And now I'm not on Instagram. Like if someone told me a month ago, Mm. like Isabel, you're going to not want to go on Instagram for two weeks. I'd be like, what the actual fuck? Like, what do you mean? Like, that's what so much (laughs) of my life is. But like, here we are. So I just yeah. feel for business owners out there, or if you're wanting to start a business, don't rely just on Instagram. Like, just don't. No. There's more avenues out there. Yeah, yeah, and exactly that. Like, I um, like with what Monica was saying, it's just that thing of like going on platforms that you actually own. So creating a really strong email marketing Emails. list, or creating a pod- podcast, or I don't know if YouTube is good, but like maybe exploring that. Like- OG for ages though solid yeah yeah yeah. YouTube like is reliable I reckon yeah yeah look at us just like yeah confirming (laughs) um but yeah it's so true I'm curious like what are some other um other strategies that you're now exploring then well I have been so like I was saying before I've been pitching myself to different brands so Mm -hmm. I recently got a collaboration with um Lust Minerals and funnily enough like Meanwhile, like I was pitching myself to other brands, they pitched themselves to me to become like their ambassador influencer. So I'm like aligned in the stars. So I'm really excited to start that with them. But it's just for me at the moment, it's brand awareness and like growing my brand reach. So I am collaborating with different brands. I want to do that and also collaborating with different coaches or people who are in um, like who are like-minded and in this space to really grow our audiences together. Yeah. Um, and like I was saying before, podcast, growing my email list and just like different channels. So it's like, I'm not just relying on Instagram yeah. and TikTok, it's other avenues too. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. I love that. It's so, it's such an important conversation to have. And I, I love that we ended here and we were talking about like yeah. personal pleasure a moment ago. I know. <laughs> self-pleasure into Instagram (laughs) (laughs) hey you know it's just the life of I don't know us um (laughs) yeah (laughs) multifaceted (laughs) exactly multi-passionate it's a huge theme (laughs) all right well let's wrap it up because we have kind of jumped everywhere but I do actually just want to focus on one more topic so 
based on what we've spoken about, more so on like the feminine, the masculine kind of sides, are there any extra bonus nuggets, tips, anything like that for the woman listening who you think would just, it would really just help elevate her life? Something that she can take, something, a step that she can take right now. I'm all on like, what are those actionable shifts? Like not, you know, in, you know, a week, five years, 10 years, like something she can do right now. The best thing or like the biggest thing has come to my mind is prioritize your pleasure. Because when you prioritize your pleasure, you will feel way more lit up, way more in yourself, like I've said before, and you just can flow within your day. So I notice a difference on the days within myself where I do not prioritize my pleasure. I just like get up, I'm late for work or something like that. I just need to rush quickly, eat breakfast, have a shower, get out the door. It's like the morning has been in a rush mm-hmm. and I'm not as... A plus as what or optimal, I should say, as what I would be. So when I wake up a little bit early or I prioritize my wind down routine the night before, I get enough sleep, I'm feeling good and I'm starting off the morning with a vibe. I'm starting off with pleasure and I'm starting off like, cool, I'm feeling good. I'm feeling like this life feels so good. And when I'm in that, I'm like, it doesn't matter what I'm doing. I could be in the grocery store. I could be at a podiatrist appointment, whatever it is. I'm like, cool. I'm, I'm in flow. She, mm. This girl's good. And so that would be my biggest thing. Another thing that I will say, just a little nugget is to start working in line with your cycle. And what I mean by that, just start listening to your body. So mm. a lot of women, we have different phases of our cycle. We've got our menstrual phase. We've got our follicular phase, which is just after our period. And then our phase right before our period starts, you are different versions of you within those different phases. So honoring that, like right the week before your period, you might not be as lit up, go fire, go, go energy. That's totally okay. Listening to what you need. Do you need more rest during that time? And then during those times where you are go, go energy, what can you do to fuel that more, like to fuel that fire even more so? Working with your cycle fascinates me so, so much. I really want to learn so much more about mm-hmm. it. And yeah, like honoring those different things. And I've, I know I've seen from personal experience going against the grain and, you know, when I am about to get my period and I'm just in such a low, not my vibrant self, but I'm still forcing and I'm still pushing to get things done. And I'm just like, yeah. oh, this isn't helping anybody. Why am I doing this? But now I've just learned to allow more rest because I know in a week from now, wherever it may be, like, I'm going to be an absolute fire of energy and like, going at it so yeah honoring that yeah exactly yeah Yeah, exactly thank you so much for coming on the show you've shared so many golden in uh so many golden nuggets so many insights I want you to shout out let the audience know where they can find you uh your podcast as well because I I mean I've always said this I'm like the biggest fan of your Instagram page I love your content Mm -hmm. it's so on point um so yeah shout out your services your mentoring all the things oh you're a legend thank you so much so you guys can find me on Instagram at Tamara Santucci underscore my podcast. I will get the title right now. Get comfortable being uncomfortable. It's available on all podcasts like platforms. And if you do want to step more into yourself, own all sides of you, I do have a program called The Woman, which is starting in May. So you can reach out to me for that. Exciting. And I'll include all those links below in the show notes. But Tamara, it's been such a pleasure chatting with you as always. And I just know the audience will get so much value from this episode because I've gotten so much as well. (laughs) And thank you. Thank you so much for having me. Yeah. (laughs) I still have not felt like a good flow to end it, but we'll work with that. (laughs) No, that was amazing. 
And that's all from me in this episode. Here are three ways you can contribute to Start Somewhere. Number one, leave us a five-star rating and review on either the Spotify and Apple podcast or both. Screenshot this episode and share it to your Instagram stories, tagging me at Isabel Prestia. That's I-S-A-B-E-L-L-E-P-R-E-S-T-I-A. And lastly, copy this episode URL and send it to a friend who you think will find value from our conversation. Thank you for starting somewhere.